Okay, uh, we're talking about a, a very important and very relevant topic to uh, to Purim. Um, I, I want to try to be mocked in it in an interesting in an interesting way. In general, we know the Mishnah tells us in Mitzvah Kiddushin that women are pturos from Mitzvah Asei Shazman Grama. Women are exempt from any positive time about mitzvos. Um, that's again more or less the general the general klal found in the Brick of Kiddushin. Nevertheless. The Gemara tells us about particular mitzvos, about particular mitzvos, that women in fact are chayavos, even though they are positive and even though they are time bound, even though they are mitzvotasei shazman grama. The Gemara comments in Mesechus Megillah on Davdalit that nashim chayavos b'mikra Megillah that women are commanded in hearing the Megillah sha'afin hayu ba'oso hanes because they were also part of the miracle and because they were part of the miracle, so because of that they're chayav and mikra Megillah. The Gemara quotes this idea in two other contexts: abahay ba'oso hanes. The Gemara says it about Neiros Chanukah, that they're included in the mitzvah. The Gemara says it about, uh, about Dal Kosos on Pesach. Those are the three contexts where the Gemara brings up Mufurash, the idea of Afen Hayuba Osohanes. It's interesting because presumably there is some significance to this. There are many mitzvahs in which uh, are based on miracles. There are many mitzvahs that we have that commemorate and recall different nisim that may have taken place. It is specifically in these three contexts where Chazal invoked the idea of Afen Hayuba Osohanes. Some of the Achronim wonder why that's so, why not invoke it in more contexts. Some of the Rishonim do invoke it in more contexts, but at minimum, it's, it, it, there's something intriguing about the fact that specifically in these three places, we find the idea of Afen Hayuba Osohanes. Tosfos goes one step further, and Tosfos quotes in Machlokas what the meaning is of Afen Hayuba Osohanes. Of Afen Hayuba Osohanes. One interpretation of the phrase is to read it Kipshuto. Even they are included. Are they the stars of the show? Lavdafka? We're all in this together. There was a nace that took place on Purim. It saved all of us. We're all, we're all there. We're all there equally being saved. And even women, meaning we know that men are always obligated. And the Chiddush is af. Af in hayu hanes. That's one view in the Baliyat Totvos. And that's a particular perspective. Totvos, however, quotes the Rashbam. It's Rashbam and Mesechus Pesachim. Tobas quotes it in Mesechus Pesachim, Tobas quotes it in Mesechus Megillah, that it's not just Afin Hayuba Osohanes. It isn't just that they happen to have been included in the miracle, and therefore they're chayv in its commemoration. But rather, Perish Rashbam, She'ikr Hanes Haya Al Yadam. They're the ones who caused, who generated the primary miracle. Bipurim Al Yadei Esther. On Purim, because ultimately on Purim, the main, the main star of Purim is Esther. It's called Megillus Esther. Esther's the one that begins, we spoke about this on a Monday a couple weeks ago, who begins a little bit more passive, but then shifts and becomes much more active in terms of what B'nai Yisrael should do, how do we cause an eventual ge'ula, what can take place. There's definitely, you know, Esther is, is the one who generates it, who generates it. Pesach is bischus nashim tzitkani yosheba oso hador, Chanukah's ayyadeh Yehudis. There are different figures as far as these miracles some of them more obvious, some of them less obvious, some of them more active, and some of them less active. The Nazim Tzitkanios in the door of Mitzrayim, it's not that they were actively doing something to get us out, they were just very holy people, and God gave us a, an opportunity to leave as a, as a result. Or, in the context of, uh, of Hanukkah, so Yehudas is not often the one that we associate. We speak more about the Chashmonayim, we speak more about, uh, about them out of battle. But nevertheless, the Rashbam understands that Afen Hayu Ba'oso means that the primary miracle is done al yadei, al yadei, these, al yadei, these women. On Purim, I think, of all of these examples, 
it's likely the most explicit or the most obvious. That Purim is Esther's show. That's Esther who even, the Gemara tells us, Esther's the one who even gets Megillus Esther going. It's Kitzvuni Lodoros. Let's make this into a, let's make this into a, uh, into a, into a safer one of the Kisvei HaKodesh. There are a variety of Bali Machshava that ask a question in an intriguing way, which is, is it coincidental? Is it coincidental that these miracles, and we're going to focus particularly on the miracle of Purim, that it was caused, Iker Hanes Nasis, that the primary miracle was caused through women. Is that, is, that, is that coincidental? Is it random? Is there something there that is, that is particularly, particularly intriguing, that it happened to come through women? The assumption of the question is predicated, I think, on two points. One point is that, in general, the way that miracles take place tells us a lot about the nature of the Yantef. It's not coincidental that all what Pesach is about. The way that the miracle of Pesach took place impacts the way in which we celebrate Pesach. Now, Pesach, all that happens there, it's Bichy Pazon, it's quickly. The miracle took place, and we didn't have Chamates, and therefore we still don't have Chamates, we only have Matzah. What we remember about the miracle, God's role in that miracle, we note, that the way that a miracle takes place is certainly not coincidental, and it points to something important. For many Bali Machshava, for many Bali Machshava, the question presumes a an additional assumption, one one that uh, you know requires, I would say, flirting with the line of political correctness, which is the idea that maybe there are gender differences. That is something which our religion appears to embrace on some level. Hence, the aforementioned Mishnah in Masechus Kiddushin on Daf test. That men are chayv, and women are peturos. There may be differences in the form of avoda. Now, for mikubalim, and here's an important idea, for many mikubalim, what that means is not that a man doesn't have certain qualities that, that a woman may have in the most extreme, and a woman wouldn't have certain qualities that you find in a man. What it means is that each gender sometimes represents or plays a slightly different role in avodas Hashem, or represents a different form of avodas Hashem, and as a result of that, one may find certain messages that are gleaned here. So even if Purim is a message that the women provided the Iker, it's not that it's not relevant to men or that men can't tap into it, but there's a particular Mida that may be more found naturally by females or a particular Mida which may be more naturally found by men. And those two may end up playing out in a particular, in a particular way. So we're going to focus on two perspectives. Why is the miracle, what about it is associated particularly with women, and, 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 and again, more so than some of the other Yamim Tovim, more so than other things that we do, where we don't say, Afen Hayyub We couldn't have a Purim where women are not fully high in Mikra Megillah, the hog notwithstanding. We couldn't have a, uh, we, we couldn't have a Hanukkah without women being What exactly is going on here? So I want to share two Mahalchim. One, the first Mahalchim is going to be a Mahalchim of the Lava Cherebi. It's based on an absolutely astounding Medrash. There are elements of it in the Gemara Megillah also, but it's an astounding Medrash. We'll develop the Medrash and highlight a couple perspectives on it before we get to what the Lavach Rebbe does, which I think is incredibly uh, intriguing. Incredibly intriguing. The Medrash says as follows. La'achar, the Medrash in Esther Rabbah. La'achar she'asa ha'etz. Haman made his, his tree. He's going to hang Mordechai. He has his plan all there. So he's halach eitzel Mordechai. He goes to Mordechai to see Mordechai. His hatred is intense. It's very, very real. He sees Mordechai there. Umato shayoshe beves ha'medrash. He finds Mordechai sitting in the base of Medrash. Va'tinokos Yoshvin Lefana. And the Tinokos, the children, are sitting in front of him. He was there and the kids were learning, but they were crying also. 
they were mourning because they knew it was an Esar Yaakov. It was a terrible, it was a very risky time for B'nai, for, for Klal Yisrael. And he found, according to our gears in the Medrash, 22,000 children that were sitting there, that were sitting there in front of Mordechai. Now, if you're more of a literalist, so you would assume there are probably not 22,000 children sitting in front of Mordechai in an era where there are not even microphones and the like, like what exactly is happening. Apparently there's a lot of kids there, and 20,000 is a number which is, which is significant. A significant number. That, 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 that we'll come back to. So what did he do? Haman saw the children there. Hishlich aleim shalshalol shalbarzel. He put chains around them. Chains around them. And he behifkid aleim shomrim v'amar lemachar eherog elim. He said, tomorrow I'm going to kill all of these children, and then I'm going to kill Mordechai. This is the, this is the story. Vaya v'hayu... The mothers came to the children and said, please eat a little bit. I'd rather that you die satiated than that you die hungry. I'd rather you die satiated than, than, than that you die hungry. They picked up their sfarim and they said, I'm taking a shvur b'chayim Mordechai, I'm not going to eat, I'm not going to drink. I'd rather die in a tinus than I... It's very intense language. I'd rather die in a tinus then die in a uh, then 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 die satiated. These are obviously fiery kinds of children, pretty committed and uh, and like Hopper and Raglach are going over well. And then Gaukulam Bibchia, they all started they all started crying. until it's getting to wild measures, until up in Shamayim you're hearing these cries. The Shamakarzbarfu Kol Bhiyasam, God hears their cries, Kikipse shows Belilah. So God gets off of his, his of his seat of judgment and goes to his seat of mercy. Why are the animals all screaming? It sounds like animals are screaming. So God comes and says, These are not animals that are crying. These are ketane amcha. These are the children of your nation. The third day that they are fasting, Lemachar wrote that Oyev l'shoktam and and the Oyev the 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 enemy Haman wants to kill them as if they are animals. God at that time took up the igros, took up the letters that were going to be written against the Jewish people. He tore them up. He tore them up, and it's Belaylahu that everything changes. Everything changes. The Medrash identifies that the real shift which took place, the real shift which took place was a shift because Mordechai taught Torah to thousands of Jewish children. To thousands of Jewish children. That's what, that's what generated the shift, Klape, Klape Shemaya. This is why some posts can point out, there seems to be in Shulchan Aruch an extra Indian to bring children to Mikra Megillah. Why is there an extra Indian to bring children to Mikra Megillah? This is what Rabbi Yitzchak Yosef points out in the Sefer Shammat Tibor. Uh, he quotes Sefer Shammat Tibor because the whole nace was done, al yaday al yaday children. Well, nays comes, comes ayuday, ayuday children. Okay. Why 22,000? Why 22,000? So part of it, the number 22 is significant, because 22 is the letters of the Aleph phase. So it's 22, connected the Chaf phase, Osir, the Torah. This is, this, is, this is sustaining everything. Sustaining everything. The base Yos, the base Yisrael, of the Geir Rebbe, added an additional shot. That the Medrash says at the time of Maimon Har Sinai, there were 22,000 Malachim that were present at Maimon Har Sinai. So what's shot in the 22,000? It's like a what, says the Beis Yisrael. This is part of the Kimu Masha Kippu Kvar. This is part when Chazal speak about in the Gemara and Shabbos that B'nai Yisrael were Mechabal Torah on Purim. 
What's the Mikabal Torah that we had? Welcome to the Kabbalah Satora of Purim. It was 22,000 Jewish children that were sitting there that they were going to learn under all circumstances. That was 22,000 Jewish children. Kineged, there were 22,000, 22,000 Malachim that were present. Hence the significance of the number in the, in the Medrash. In the Medrash. In that sense, this Medrash, for many, points to the really fundamental turning point, not found in the Megillah, but the behind the scenes, about what shifts everything. About what shifts everything. Now, the Bab Rebbe looks at this Medrash and finds a lot of very important things uh, in this Medrash. Bab Rebbe, who was certainly invested more than maybe even anyone in the Chinuch of Klal Yisrael and the idea of spreading out people to teach Torah and Klal Yisrael under difficult circumstances, would often, it appears, quote this particular medrash, Vimachazik, those who are going out and the ones who are teaching Torah. Look what we need. We need Chinuch. The way the Babach Rebbe understood it is that, you know, Purim is about physical annihilation. Physical annihilation. Hanukkah is about spiritual annihilation. That, that already the Post can point out in Hilfos Hanukkah, the Levush, that, that there's a bit of a nature, that a difference of them. He points out that Tinoko Shel Beis Rabban are always what ensures the physical survival of Klai Yisrael. The children, the children who are learning, the children who are holy, children who are engaged, they are the ones, they are the ones who are able to sustain the, to sustain the Jewish people. But the Babich Rebbe goes one step further. And I don't know if he spells this out explicitly, but I think that there's something in the Medrash that at least is a little bit thought-provoking for me. The mothers come in. The mothers come in and the mothers offer their children food. Mothers offer children food. Children say, no, I want to be able to go through this. That section, there are a couple figures in the Medrash that are, that are interesting. The figure of Moshe Rabbeinu found in the Medrash out of, out of nowhere, Certainly one kind of an important message. But the presence of the mothers there is interesting. Says the Baba Trebi as follows. It's like a little bit of a three-step mahalach, but a very smooth three steps. Step number one. The Medrash clarifies for us that the primary reason why we were able to be saved in Purim is because of the value of chinuch, because of the value of being able to invest and educate children. That is the starting point. That is the power of all of it. It comes derech, it comes derech chinuch. Step number two, says the Babach Rebbe. It is true that there may be a chiyuv of chinach present on males, and it's true that many men are engaged in the midst of chinach, but when we speak about natural, natural roles, it is often the mother, it is often a female, who is more associated with natural care, in particular of Tinoko's shell, Beis Rabban. That's a vort that so many of us know from Lel HaSeder. How come with the She'en Yodea Lishol, it's Apsachlo, it's in, it's in Lashon Nekeva, because then there's a sensitivity and understanding of a certain kind of Chinuch. Salvechik spoke so beautifully about his father's Chinuch as opposed to his mother's Chinuch, the Halachas of Shabbos, and the spirit and the experience of it. That in many ways, mothers play a dominant role in the element of Chinuch, a dominant role in the Chinuch of, in the Chinuch of, of, of Tinoko Shalbeis Rabbin, in the Chinuch of children. Points at the Babach Rebbe in a different piece. It's not coincidental. The Tzchus comes not because Mordechai is teaching Gedoli Yisrael. It's not because he's giving Shir Klali to the most chashev place you could ever give Shir Klali. He has thousands of people listening to his intricate Shir in, the, in, in Perek Tamid Nishchat. That, that, that's not what's happening. That is in chashev. That, that, that's not what's happening here. What's happening in Purim, it's B'schus Chinuch. It's Mordechai in Chinuch. But ultimately, part of what the Medrash is telling us, behind all quality Chinuch, Behind quality chinuch is often mothers, is often a certain kind of female touch, a certain kind of female touch. Suggests, suggests the Babach Rebbe, that is why, that is why 
the Iker miracle of Purim had to come, Derech women. Because Mordechai was Chashev. But if it weren't for the mothers who were caring for their children, if it weren't for those who were able to provide a degree of support, if it weren't for those that, that are able to be sensitive, those who are the kinds of people to say, can I just please give you a little bit of, you know, some food and drink, so your last day can be as comfortable as possible. It's because that, that we are Zohar, to be able to have a nace, to have a nace of Purim, to have a nace of Purim. So what is it really about? So this medrash, it's for, for the base Yisrael, the medrash teaches me an idea, Kimu Masha Kiblu Kvar, the Kabbalah's HaTorah of Purim, being, being immensely, immensely valuable. It's the Torah that's able to purify it. For the Baba Cherebi, it's what is behind and driving all of it. It's what's behind and driving all of it. That there's something there which is more natural and more powerful. I'm sure that people say what I'm about to say right now, so I apologize for not... You have this phenomenon sometimes. It's a weird thing. The Chiyav of Chinuch, at least for many Rishonim, based on Gemara in a couple of places, is a Chiyav of Chinuch on a father and not a Chiyav of Chinuch on the mother. And strictly speaking, there may be no Chiyav, Midur Abanan, of Chinuch on a, on a mother. Of course, the Rosh Hashanah will tell you that Midin Ratzin HaTorah, I think he actually does say this, that there is an element of, of, of Chinuch, of course, which is there. But you find something, you find something interesting. There's a theory among some Bali Machshava that sometimes the reason why someone's not commanded in something is not because it's not relevant to them, but rather it's because it is the most natural thing for them, and a tzivoy would only mess with things. A tzivoy would make it more of a formal command, and it would make it anything which is mashu um, tivi, something which is more natural and more flowing. The absence is not because they are less critical in the world of chinuch. The absence is because they are so fundamental that if we made it an obligation, that would like alter, that, that would ruin things, that would ruin things a little bit. Like as I was studying with my ninth grade son this week for his Machshavah Yisrael uh, test. So they had some paragraph there. I don't know who the author was, but it was really intriguing. I assume Stam is Rav Cook because he's in Merkazarat High School, and I think Stam, everything there is, is Rav Cook. So, uh, so it's really, it's actually pretty extreme even. It's, it's pretty interesting. But there, they, they had that same Mahalach, you know, for the Ramban. Why does the Ramban think there's no mitzvah asay do oraisa to daven every single day? Because tefillah at its core, at a Torah level, was supposed to be something natural. And if we make it a formal obligation, we can alter elements of what tefillah is supposed to be. So chinach, the fact that there's an absence, that there's an absence of a chiyav is not because it's less, maybe because it's so powerful and so real, we want it to come from where it comes from and don't want it to be about a formal obligation. A formal obligation. Sometimes, sometimes, you know, the formal obligation, it, it, it can undermine elements of the natural element of it. Either way, for the Baba Cherebi, the Iker Nase is Nasal Yadank because Purim is at its core a, a holiday of Chinuch. At a core a holiday of celebrating Yalde Yisrael. And therefore we have special inyanim of bringing children. The Gra in his commentary, McGill, even emphasizes in, 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 in one place the need to mechanech children. And some Achronim ask why he's emphasizing that in the context of Purim. And the answer is simple because Purim, Purim is about the idea of Chinuch and, what, and, and celebrating, understanding the ones who are Iker Nase Nasal Yadank. Who's really the one that's driving it? Again, it does not mean that men are not engaged in chinuch. It means there's a more natural, at least for some bali machshava, a more natural role in that in that sense, a more natural role in that sense. That derech agav has practical ramifications in the world of chabad. In the world of chabad, we spoke about this also a couple weeks ago. That in the uh, that, that, that that women play a more active role in chabad than you find in most chassidus. If you go to a chabad house, you'll often see the woman who's playing a much more active role because Bible understood that's something very fundamental about the way the chinuch has to go and the way the education has to go. And that kol kvod bas malch panima is not kipshuto to be panima all the time, but to know, sometimes the way he would say it, I think, is to know how to be external in the most appropriate and correct and correct way. 
or as Ezra would say, you know, Peshem, his Rebbe, I guess, something relevant to something about Sneas. I don't know what. Okay. That's Mahalach number one. Mahalach number two is a, is a different Mahalach. It comes from Rav Meir Tversky. Uh, Rav Tversky is, I believe, is still sitting, is still sitting Shiva for his mother. Still sitting Shiva for his mother. Thought it'd be nice. That's actually the, this article is, I think, one of the reasons why we're talking about this topic. Saying he's sitting Shiva for his mother right now. His mother was the daughter of Salvechik. His mother was an incredibly, incredibly special person, and one that was that was really dedicated also to her father. The Rav lived with the Tversky's uh, for a while after I think his wife passed away. Lived for a while, and he was, uh, and, and I think, I think it's known that she was just. Uh, miraculous, uh, not miraculous. She was uh, unbelievably committed in the way that she took care of uh, of, uh, of her father and a and a powerhouse of a woman, a very very special woman. Um, Tversky has the following suggestion: an article of Afin Hayuboso and Ace. He says, you know, what's going on with Purim, and what is Purim at its real core? What is Purim at its real at its real core? What is Purim all really, all, all really about? So he quotes a Rambam. It's a Rambam in the Minyan HaMitzvos, where the Rambam is describing a little bit about Purim. Because the idea of Purim is surprising. To start a new Yontif, so it's Isra Baltosif, I can't make a new mitzvah, something I'm making up a new holiday called, a new holiday called, called Purim. How is that considered to be okay? Kal Yisrael has a lot of writing on this question. You know, if you're a Yomatimut person, you've got a lot of writing on this question. If you are a Yakisle person, you've got a lot of writing on this question. If you are a... I don't know if other uh, other kinds of days also, uh, which I'm sure they exist. You are there's a lot riding on this. What? Yeah. Says the Rambam as follows. Says the Rambam as follows. Sorry, lo amru shagash baruch kutsiv alafos eira v'likros megillah be'ilu amru kain hayumasif in al Torah lecharitz and esir baltos they have to read the megillah elakachanu omrim shanavim embased in tiknu v'tsiv v'likros ha megillah be'onasa. Why are we reading the Megillah? What is the function of reading the Megillah? What drives our Purim is Kedei Lahaskir Shvach of Shalakash Baruchu. So we remember the Shevach of Hashem, Uchuosha Aslan Vayakar of the Shabbat Sainted, that we remember all Gash Baruchu did to provide us with what we have. Kedei Levarchu Ulahalalo, so that we can bless and that we can praise God. Ukedei Lahodia Ladoros Abayim. So we all three generations can know, Shabbat MS, to MS Mashav Ticha Torah, what the Torah said is true. That who as a nation has access to a bonus alone like this. Purim in many ways, but I'll the piece, we'll leave aside for a second. Purim in many ways is the Ram at its core is our opportunity to note the bonus alone what he does and to praise Hashem. To praise Hashem through what he does. As Ezra quoted very eloquently yesterday, this is one day in the Gemara Mesakas Megillah, the Gemara tells us, why don't we say hala on Purim? Because Kriyasa that the Gemara tells us that Kriyasa Megillah is a version of Hala. Akadikata, very famous Me'iri. The Me'iri says if you are somewhere and you don't have a Megillah, you're Chayat Sehalal. You're Chayat Sehalal because Kriyasa Megillah positive you from Halal. Most, the Rambam Lechorah does not hold that way. Has to do with how you learn Kriyasa Yilula. Heard share from first again that also for a different time. But that is, uh, that's that. Says the Torah gets followed. Tell us something about one element, one element about Purim. One element here is the fact that one yesod of Purim is the yesod that Purim clarifies for us and for Dori Doros that when Klai Yisrael is in a tricky spot and we daven, the Rabbanosh Olam listens to us. That when a person davens, God is close, God is present, and God and God is listening. And God is listening. 
says the Rambam got this from the Gemara and Megillah and Dafyud. And Dafyud, Reb Nasta said Mehacha. That when they were asking different people to quote Pesukim relevant, so Kimi Goigodah Shalolol Kim Korvimei Lav was a possible shkap. The Nase of Purim came Bischos Bischos Tfila. Tversky has an amazing suggestion, Derek Agav, uh, in a footnote there, an amazing suggestion. The Gemara says, Chayv Adam Likros Balayla Vilishnosavayom. We read the Megillah at night, and then we repeat it in the next morning. We repeat it the next morning. Wonders for Tversky. It's a, it's a many wonders, this question. It's very odd that we read the Megillah at night, because all the other mitzvot sayom we fulfill only during the day. The Su'udah has to be during the day. Matanz Yonim during the day. Shalachmanos during the day. Why are we reading the Megillah at night? Further, points out of Tversky, it's a weird line. Many Mepharshim wonder. It's a weird line. You have to read the Megillah at night. Vilishnosa. Now, what that, it's not so clear what that word exactly means. To repeat a second time, perhaps, the Megillah during the day. But what's very odd is that for some reason, that repetition during the day is the Iker Kriyasa Megillah. That's really the real Kriyasa Megillah. That's why we say Shachiyan potentially again during the daytime, even though he said at night, because during the day, it's Ashkenazim, that's like, that's the main show. That's the main show. So what's going on here? What's going on? Why is there a Megillah which takes place during the day? Again, why read it at night? Just have it be the day. It's the main show anyway. All the mitzvot during the day. Why are we saying it at night and then again during the day? So if Tversky points out that Rav Schechter often notes, this is true for a variety, a variety of, uh, it's clear in Chazal in a couple of places, if you lean in other sort of directions, Rebecca Chaim Sofer, uh, the Shiva of Kafachayim, has a beautiful, beautiful shikla uh, about this also, that sometimes the way that davening works is what's called reboy tefillah. The way the system is set up is that davening often in one tefillah doesn't accomplish as much, but reboy tefillah. An answer I wouldn't get after one, but an answer that comes after many, many forms of tefillah, that's often the lashon of tefillah of itur, of ayin, yud, taf, vavresh, that it's a lot of davening. That sometimes a lot of davening accomplishes something. It's like the Medrash tells us that Moshe Rabbeinu, when he wasn't allowed to go into, into Eretz Yisrael, he davened like tons and tons and tons of tefillah. The final article says, you've got to stop now. If you daven anymore, I'm going to say yes. I don't want to say yes, because reboy tefillah, sometimes davening a lot accomplishes and helps. Now, why that's so is for a different time. Perhaps it's because the experience of davening many times helps transform us, different theories to how it works, but reboy tefillah works. Suggest Rafworski, I think I now understand Pshat and Mikra Megillah at night and during the day, and why the day is Iker, and why Lishno Sabayom. I think the Pshat is as follows. It's a beautiful insight. A lot of Kriyasa Megillah is a form of Tefillah. It's a form of Halal. A lot of it is a Halal. The Rebbeinu listens to our Tefillah. And the Esod of, 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 of Purim in many ways is a day of Tefillah. As many Bali Machshavah point out, the same way we say in Tzedakah, Yad Lo, anybody that wants Tzedakah to give him, so the Bonus Shalom says to us also with our tefillahs, kol yad, if you daven, it's a day of tefillahs to be answered. Suggest to Tversky the following, chayv adam likros balayla, that's actually not the main mikra megillah. You know what the ikr megillah is? Ulishnosa bayom. The repetitive megillah, we read the next day. The mitzvahs are fulfilled really during the day. But for it to be the extra koach of tefillah that megillah is supposed to have, it has to be a repetition of what we heard at night. So the night is the background for Chayv Adam Megillah, Vilishnosa Bayom, to repeat it. It's a tefillah, but it's the repetitiveness which makes it more impactful. It's just my son. My son's going to get four Megillahs this year. He's coming home for Purim, going back to Shalayim for the next day. This is, this is, he's Lishnosa, Algabi Lishnosa, Algabi Lishnosa, you know? The Jews that keep, you know, two days of Purim. There's a lot of things going on right now. Suggest with Tversky, let's go one step further. 
he says it is it is it is known. Points out bitchum hatfila nashem etsainos. Then we talk about different areas of avoda. Doesn't mean men can't daven well. Doesn't mean women, women can't learn. But it means that typically there's a natural form of tefillah that Chazal associate with the koach of women. The Gemara in Brachos and Daflam and Aleph tells us how many halachas of davening do we learn dafka from? Chana. The way that Chana daven. A lot of our halachas of tefillah come al derech nashim. Come al derech women. Chana himidaberes al libo. Mikanshin is haltarat chagin libo. Faseha knows. Mikanshin is haltarat chagin you have to move your lips. It can be quiet. A lot of davening, a lot of davening we learn, we learn from, from Chana. He points out that Hagon HaTadik Rapinkis, that's how Rapinkis points out, the Gemara says in Mesech's Kiddush and Daf Memtes, Asara Kabin Sicha Yardula Ola. There were ten Kabin, whatever that amount is, of Sicha, of speech, what came down to this world, Tisha Naklu Nashim. Women took nine of those Kabin of speech. So what is that? What is that? What does that mean? So Pinkus explains, Chazal tells the Gemara in Brachos and Dafkafav, Ein Sicha Ella Tfila. Ein Sicha Ella Tfila. There's a koach of Tfila here, but it's a koach of Tfila which is more naturally associated with, more naturally associated with the world of female, more naturally uh, associated with that particular that particular area. It's a it, it's a more natural connection sometimes. Suggests with Pinkus, Chazal Shagambi Kedisha Koach Tfila Nimsar Beikar. Linashem, Beikar Linashem, suggests with Tversky the following insight. So why is the why is the per miracle coming through women? Because women are the ones who most excel in Tfila. And in fact, who's the driving force behind the Tinus and Tfila in the Megillah? It's all Esther. Simualai. Give me three days. Three days of Tinus and Tfila. Give me three days, Kali Yisrael, of being able to interact with the Baruch Olam that way. And then she's able to go in and get the miracle. Afin Hayu Ba'oso Anais, that one day of the Tovos Kotz Nerashpam, because then the miracle is a celebration of tefillah. And it's a celebration of tefillah which is most naturally identifiable with women. And it's Dafka Esther who brings that. It's Dafka Esther who's the one who's the one who brings that. I want to chaz what we said and then just speak for a couple of minutes. Just a one or two sort of like takeaways. There are different there are different heroes in every yantif. In every yantif. In some Yamim Tovim Derechaga, I mean the hero is the Rabbana Shaol, and most explicitly. Here, Hamelach the Gras says is a remis to Rabbana Shaol, but he certainly takes a bit a bit of a backseat. A bit of a backseat. Pulling, pulling the strings from, from, from behind. But the Iker, there's something so valuable that who is the hero of the Purim story? Esther is the real hero. Esther is the real hero. It's not Mordechai. Mordechai is the one, as Bob Trace pointed out, who is Megala Esther. He's the one that empowers Esther eventually to, to really to really take over, to really take over. Why is it coming? Why is it coming to the Koach of to the Koach of women? So we saw two different perspectives. Two different perspectives. One Mahalach and one perspective is because Purim is a Yantif celebrating the Chinach of children. Celebrating the Chinach of Tinokos Shell Beis Rabbi. Something so special and so holy about that. I think Rav Amital, the Rashiva of Gush, used to joke that when he was speaking in a room and there were children making noise like around the room and people would go over and shush the children, so he would always say, just for the record, the children making noise does not bother me. Adults shushing their children drives me crazy. You know, there's something about celebrating the Tinoko, sh- I guess this doesn't mean in the shul when you want to be Yotzi Mikra Megillah, then folks would say it's okay to leave them out. But when it comes to, uh, but, but in, you know, there's something very beautiful about, about that. 
the Iker Chino, that Derek Agav is connected to the idea of Hakel, of bringing children to that experience. It's important children, even from a young age, the value of Torah, as Baba Shabbat used to emphasize in this context also, of Nakedol Yisrael. It's the value of Torah, of Tinoko Shabbat Rabban. It's, it's Pasha person who sits and learns. There's enormous koach. That's what sustains the Jewish people. That's what gets it. That's what changes things a little bit. Dedicated, Talmud Torah, with a shtickle, Messias Nefesh, the Bona Shalom, that's what, that's what gets the job done. For Tversky, there's another component. It's not just that Purim is a yantif of Chinach. Purim is a yantif of, of Tefillah. Purim is a yantif of, uh, 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 of davening, of prayer. It's one that, that the Megillah represents, and the Megillah, in many ways, in many ways, celebrates. In many ways, celebrates. In that sense, what we see in the context of Purim, this can frame elements of our Purim. I opened up with this. An idea that may be, for, for many Bali Machshava, more naturally present in one gender or another, it's not a p'tur, we all have a chiv of tefillah, we all have a chiv of chinach. Purim is a day to tap into different parts of our, of our, we would say, religious personality. According to the first Mahalach, there's an element of Purim which is about celebrating tinoko shal beis rabban, the power of chinach, and I would say, the power of simple Talmud Torah done with a bit of Mesiris Nefesh. The power of just, of just a person learns, how high, a person just learns, that's a good thing. It, it, it changes Gezeras. And for the Tversky Mahalach, Purim as a day, as a yantif of, of tefillah, of a time to daven. It's a time we remember, the Bon Shalom is close to us, the Bon Shalom provides an enormous amount. There's a lot, a lot of koach which is present, which is present in regards, in regards to Purim, a lot of koach which is there in ways that I think is, are, is very, very real, in ways that I think can be, uh, can be incredibly, incredibly valuable. So, Be'ez Hashem, it should be a, uh, a wonderful Shabbos here. I know we're definitely uh, very much looking forward.